Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a football Monday. It is Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci, A5, Anthony behind the glass right here at Chop Studios. Everybody's miserable. Me and Chris is just kind of, you know. I've been miserable for... Probably about 13, 14 years now, so we're all <laughs> so good. So we're all, we're all miserable here on the Mojo Market Report. As a lot to get into. NFL uh, Divisional Weekend delivered, I want to say, nothing. A big nothing burger. I mean, I didn't really... I, you look at the games on the surface. Like, none of these games are actually any, like, good. The Jaguars-Chiefs game towards the end, I guess you could say there was a little bit of drama involved. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, the, the Eagles-Giants, that was a debacle. That was a bloodbath. I can't believe the most hysterical thing in sports was the fact that people actually were giving the Giants a chance in this game. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we, the were, Eagles, we were here. We were, we were fluffing them up a little bit. At least I was. I thought they were playing good. Momentum really, is a funny thing, I, man. I don't think I gave the Giants a chance in any game this year. I don't, I've don't. i picked against <laughs> the Giants all year long, and now I can finally say, guys, I told you. I told you the Giants weren't good now. The Giants, they had a great season. Um, I'm sure we're going to get to it in a little bit. Definitely overachieved. Yeah. I just wanted to know what Dave was doing next weekend. You got any plans? Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, there's a lot of stuff. The Royal Rumble is next weekend. Uh, Yankees spring training spring starts training soon. Is like th- uh, 34 days Basketball, away. the Knicks are playing like not terrible, but they're not good either. So it's kind of like sports eh. are back. Sports, right? Other than football. Uh, but today, the focal point is to show you guys who moved on the Mojo Market. I know there was a lot of stuff going on over on the Mojo Market, and that was you know between the liquid prop bets and everything that was happening there. So interested to see the developments there and how that all turned out, but. Obviously, the first thing we start talking about today is your top movers in chronological order as far as games played. And, uh, you know, again, the the NFL playoffs didn't really deliver that great of games, but we did see some good performances based off of, you know, what we watched. And um, obviously, the the Patrick Mahomes thing was nerving. Uh, I'm sure Collinsworth is very nervous about his boy um, because we know that that was just, I mean, come on, I... He's got great insight, but man, does he have some like infatuation with a player a week? Yeah, there was I'm happens sure, every week. I don't know if anybody saw it. It was like House of Highlights or Bleacher Report shared it out, and it was Patrick Mahomes basically avoiding a get, getting sacked, but trying to pump fake the ball trickles out. <laughs> it's an incomplete pass. That was a hell of a play by Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence rolls to his left. Throws like a 60-yard dart, dart right. right? Hits Christian Kirk in his hands in stride, and he overthrew him. He threw over. Now, I'm sure that— <laughs> Here's a guy who can't throw the ball like Patrick to be, Mahomes. To be fair, Trevor Lawrence is also well on his way to being oh, the yeah. guy that can't do anything wrong in the eyes of Chris Collinsworth. But yeah, really, no, he's going to be in his, too, he's gonna he's be in his good player. graces soon enough. Uh, but the real story here is Rutgers' own Isaiah Pacheco. Dude, when, that ball, when he gets the ball in his hands— I, I, maybe it's just his running actual physical style, but he looks like he runs 110% every time he touches the ball. This dude in this offense will be a major factor going forward. We'll get more into Pacheco as the week goes along because obviously he's now in the AFC title game, uh, but he has 12 attempts. He only outrushes McKinnon by one, by the way, which is kind of crazy because I always look at McKinnon as a guy that can catch the ball to the backfield, and that's it. There was a lot of handoffs to be had, specifically because Mahomes was hurt. So, you know, here's Patrick Mahomes doing the whole, like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like the hopping over just to give a handoff. Uh, Pacheco goes for 95 yards. He averaged 7.9 yards a carry. The dude can run. And let me tell you something. He's not 
He's not your average runner. He's, he's really not. He only caught one ball out of the backfield, so he's not really a factor there yet. But, man, every time I watch this guy, I'm like, all right, he can any time he could bust Yeah, he, he did well in the preseason. Going into the, I think it was first week of the year, he was the biggest mover in the Mojo market. He might even be the biggest gainer on the season for the entire year this year. I got to look, but I think that could be it's a thing. Could, it's, it's either him or Brock Purdy, I would imagine, right? Brock Purdy yeah. out of nowhere. But yeah. we'll get into Brock Purdy. He's down. Yeah, he is down. But... As far as Pacheco goes, looking into next week with the Mahomes injury, it could be a situation where they're leaning on a more traditional type of offense right. with, you know, handing the ball off 20, 30 times that game. If they're going to want a chance to beat the Bengals with a hurt Patrick Mahomes, they're going to have to establish the run. Mm -hmm. Easier said than done, but Pacheco's a load. He runs the ball hard. They spread it out on that offense. I can't see how you wouldn't be in on Pacheco going forward because he's in his rookie year, and on that offense for the next three minimum, Mm -hmm. Or maybe th two. I'm not sure what kind of deal he signed. He was a late pick, but Pacheco. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, he's gonna have the, the four or five. Definitely Standard. not five. No, you don't First get a, you don't get a fifth year option. It's so. four. I I thought that maybe after the fourth round, I could be wrong, but you could go on a lesser than a four year deal. Either sure. way, Pacheco, a uh, cheap dollar amount for the for the Chiefs and a cheap dollar amount for an investment on the Mojo market. I would say Isaiah Pacheco. Amongst a litany or a slew of other Chiefs, you should be in on right now. Ready for this? Although they're probably you want to talk about a, a bargain for the Chiefs? He's only he's eligible to be an unrestricted free agent in 2026. His base out his cap number this year seven hundred twenty four thousand. Next year eight hundred eighty nine thousand. He doesn't break the cent the million mark until two thousand twenty four, and then two thousand twenty five he gets another million. He's this only. Is this is why it's so hard it's so to valuable. pay a running back. It because really is. Because when you see that. I know. Because I'm watching looked, Pacheco and look, I got Zeke over there making it's not $16 like, But it's not like Pacheco is, is able to do what Zeke has been able to no, do. No, so no, So we haven't seen Pacheco over a full season. Let's see him do it for, you know, get 200, 300 carries in a year mm. before we start saying, like, oh, you don't need a good back. You, could, you know, he yeah. still has a long way to go. But all signs point towards, yes, I'm in. Go long. Go long on Isaiah Pacheco. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. A game that got out of reach and out of hand very quickly was the Philadelphia Eagles and New York Giants on Saturday night. Miles Sanders was chosen here by our, our esteemed colleague, Chris. And there were, But it was like pick your poison. You could pick whoever you want to be a top mover. The most, and I, I feel like we've talked a little bit. I, I was curious as to what Miles Sanders was going to have to do in the Mojo market to actually go up in a game, and we he, finally saw it. He's the only running back who didn't score. I think he actually finally is higher than he started the season at. But it's now. just crazy. Like, they had three rushing touchdowns. None of them were him. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, everybody, it was a pick-your-poison I hope type you guys thing. stuck around at the end of the show last week when I did drop a little Boston uh, Scott little tidbit. A little Boston Scott tidbit. Uh, Papa Scott owns the Giants once again, scores Dad. again. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, 12 Carries 112 yards. Miles Sanders goes for 90. The Eagles rush for 268 on the ground. I mean, that that's to me, that's incredible. Uh, because Jalen Hurts didn't have that great of a day. He didn't have a good stat day. Um, you know, obviously he he took off and ran a couple times nine times for 34 yards and touchdown. Line? Huh? Can we invest in the Eagles offensive yeah, line? Those as a dudes whole? are those because dudes. If are we protecting. could invest in offensive line units, I would definitely be all in on the Eagles. Yeah. I mean <laughs> they're, they're, they're very good. The they protected him well. Good. Um he was sacked just once. So they, they got the hurts once. But you you look at this Giants team, and there's obviously a lot to dive into as the offseason hits for them. The decisions need to be made. You know, it's was Daniel Jones your guy? Like he clearly played well enough to get him there. 
It's just a matter of delivering in that big moment, and he couldn't do it. Ne- like n- honestly, neither could Saquon. You know, sixty-one yards on the ground. Yeah, but you would figure Saquon. That offense they is were, stuck in the mud. Yeah. You can't really put it on either one of those guys. They were outmatched across the board. The offensive right. line got had no chance. So conversely, uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon had no chance. When you're having to play catch-up with that type of offense against that team, yeah. it got ugly early, and the Giants just aren't that type of team where they're going to be able to run up points playing from behind. No. Not that far from behind. They have had some comebacks this year, but that's just too good of a football team, not against the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, everybody under the sun was was gaining yards and scoring points over there on the Eagles. I mean, that, that, they got to the point where... You know, a lot of Giants fans were heading towards the gates at halftime. I mean, it was just... It sets up for a really nice matchup between these two teams. Yeah, it does. They're a very good team. They're they're going to be battle-tested. A defense that is not the Giants is coming up on And deck. they could get rid of the whole, we had a long layoff. Yeah, right? that, that, that you could debunk they that. They got healthy. They Both were good teams with a bye played very well. Uh, so that whole, you know, not being on, on par with the schedule didn't really work out and for like, anybody. Bro, you know the reality is, too? Coming off of a bye and things like that, like it doesn't necessarily, it, it, things have changed over the last three years with the bye weeks and playoffs and how practices run. These teams are pretty much always on a bye week because they never have to practice anymore. I think Wednesday is the day that you could first even step on the field and do anything in, va- in fast motion. And then the game is Sunday. Right. So, because then, by Friday you're traveling. Guess, and then guess what? Like guess, who, guess who gets days off on Wednesdays? Veterans. Veterans. Right. So, so you know, yeah. you, coaches Brady have, impact coaches one have it this harder year. now to keep the team in line and get everything organized in the in the uh, practice week. But bye weeks then, you know, what we're used to traditionally is a very different uh, dynamic. And that goes both ways. That goes for when you have a long layoff or when you have a short bye week or mm-hmm. a short week, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway. Got two movers from the next game because, again, not good football from one side, but we'll start with the better guy, and that's Joe Mixon. Had himself a a day, um, twenty carries, and look, the skies decided to open up like right at like pregame warmups. Everybody was like, "Oh, look, flurry, flurry!" And next thing you know, it's like it didn't stop snowing the entire game. So you knew there was going to be a lot of groundwork to be had. And Mixon goes for twenty carries, one hundred and five yards, and scores um, out of the backfield. He caught two balls for eighteen yards. So Mixon does work, but like, there's so much to talk about when it comes to the Bengals. They went into Buffalo and handled them like from start to finish beat the brakes off the buffalo bills and there's so much to get into with the bills because again they really are and it's not it's it's really not close it starts at the quarterback position i hate to say it oh that's not a debate anymore Yeah, joe burrow is that dude i think joe burrow is now two yeah it's it's there's no he's my two he's my two as well honestly i would take him over mahomes more about to find out i would take him over mahomes because i like him so much more and he's likable <laughs> and he's been pretty dominant over over Mahomes in their young short careers so far. Yeah, I mean, and they got another test coming up. You know, Kansas City but gets yeah, to host another one. Not, dude. First of all, Mixon's the story here, though. Mixon is the story, but first of all, I got I got to give kudos to Joe Burrow in that post game interview. Oh yeah, go get your refund. Go get your refund. I hope you're sending out them refunds. Yeah, I mean that's right there. That's Joe Cool well, being Joe Cool. Chalk this up awesome. to another situation where you look at a team that plays typically well in cold weather but is not built to play in cold weather. Right. Their defensive line, they couldn't get leverage and conversely could not stop the run. They couldn't get any penetration. But then when you look at their offense, and this is a this has been commonplace for the Packers in the last decade as well, was when you play against these certain teams that are willing to get smash mouth on you as the Bengals were yesterday, it's a lot to deal with with the receivers, and they had plenty of big plays on third down, but Joe Mixon was the guy 
the offensive line did a wonderful job considering the fact that they were out three guys. Three guys. Three guys. And then I think even one of their starters was hurt mid-game. So they were basically with a patchwork offensive line, but the, the weather helped because the defense couldn't get their footing and it allowed them to open up holes. Now, when you look on the other side, it's really only Josh Allen running the football. And when you're in a game, you're down, you can't really rely on your quarterback to run the football every single play. No. They couldn't establish the run. And Buffalo, with the, par with the passing attack, isn't well-suited to play in cold-weather games, and that's going to affect them throughout Josh Allen's career. For sure. And right now, the preliminary forecast for next Sunday is snow showers in the morning and 8 degrees at kickoff. So Where is this? Kansas City. So And not in Atlanta. So maybe they would actually prefer to be yeah, in Atlanta. Stinks. Yeah, that I mean, I'm, I'm a... I picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, so I want to be right. But I'm going to be in Atlanta this weekend, so it would have been a lot cooler ah, that's right, to, to that's see right. the football that's game. That's right. I forgot about you taking the trip. That's cool. Um, but on the flip side of this, there was bad play, and that's Josh Allen. Unfortunately for him, man, his stock goes down just a little bit. Nothing nothing too crazy, but at the same time. Though. Huh? 10%. Yeah, no. I, it's I, a I pretty big dip for a one game. Biggest fall out of any starting quarterback. Bigger than Daniel Jones. Bigger than anybody else. I feel like, yeah, that's... That's a lot. It's and a precipitous this, fall for Josh Allen. Yeah, that's... Um, maybe... Look, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but maybe they watched me talk about him. It's just a little bit overrated. <laughs> and I think Josh Allen's a gamer. They're going to be a contender as long as Josh Allen's in Buffalo, or at least for the foreseeable future, unless the team just gets really bad. But mm, can we pump the brakes on him being like... the? 25 Joe of Burrow's 42 Allen, for 265 and a pick. Look, you know, you could talk a million times about Dak turning the ball over a lot. Josh Allen has, has become susceptible to the to the turnover, and, and that's a big thing. And, and look, the, the weather didn't do him any favors. Neither did his receivers. You know what I mean? Like, so it wasn't like... Gabe Davis down 17%. Gabe Davis Do you is, think it might be the, the flash in the pan is over? When you really look at Gabe Davis' his, his, his career... His thing happened last postseason. Yeah, he was a late bloomer to begin with. Uh, considering he didn't really take the league by storm when he joined the NFL. But then he had his spurts. He was a big play guy, a high yards per catch average. And then the playoff game last year, he completely exploded. So right. everybody was all in on Gabe Davis. And then he didn't really answer the call this year throughout the season. No, but he was like a number two on that high-powered offense. He's going to be involved. Down 17%. Khalil Shakir, I think, is up 10%. Uh, I don't know the Gabe Davis contract situation, but I think that – you know, we may have been a little ahead of ourselves being all in on Gabe Davis this season. I'll admit that I was wrong on that one. I'll take that L. Yeah, I'm looking for him Gabe now. Gabe Davis contract? Yeah, I'm curious. Um, why can't I find this? He's not He's not like all of a sudden he's just like not existing. <laughs> like, no, he's not there. Down 17%. Why? He doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I was going to say he's not even on like I'm looking at overthecap.com and I'm not seeing any bills right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. Oh, there they are. Um, let's see here. Gabe Davis. 2024. Um, oh, there he is. So there's Gabe. Oh, Gabe. God forbid I look up Gabe Davis. It's like, no, it's Gabriel. <laughs> okay, sorry. Free agent, unrestricted, 2024. So he's got one more year uh, with the Bills. Um, Actually, yeah, one more year. His cap number is 2.9 mil. So he's not really at, at I don't risk. see him going anywhere. Um. But anybody with Josh Allen, you're going to succeed. You're going to have some serious uh, volume. It's just got to deliver. You know, him and, like, 
a Spider-Man meme with like Amon Ross St. Brown, but even down the stretch, Amon Ross St. Brown starting to deliver. I would say Amon Ross St. Brown has a little bit more of a nose for but the I, underneath. But I'm thinking like he what just I'm, stays open. Yeah, but what I'm saying is going into the year, they were very similar. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then like Amon Ross Amon Ra stayed answered on. The, answered the call yeah. and Gabe Davis did not. All right, who's next? <laughs> no, um, despite the fact that the Dallas Cowboys were bounced yesterday, um, something I was kind of leaning heavily on was the fact that I thought Brock Purdy was going to come down to earth, and I think he did, ultimately. Um, 214, doesn't throw a pick, sacked two times, a lot of bad throws. I can't say you know anything bad about the Niners because obviously they're playing in the NFC title game, but you may want to pump your brakes on the on the Brock Purdy stuff right now because in come the Philadelphia Eagles and what they just did to even, Daniel even Jones. Furthermore, in come the news that Jimmy G may be ready for the NFC Championship game, and I think that's the real reason why Brock Purdy is down after a, a, a victory that propels him into the NFC Championship. I thought for sure coming in today, I was going to type in Brock Purdy's name, and it was going to be the biggest mover of the day, but it wasn't. Brock Purdy's down. All of a sudden, now there's... You're going to hear the rumors. You're going to. I don't think you move away from Purdy. You just can't do that. The hot hand is there. He's, you know, won games, won the West, beat the Cowboys, beat the Seahawks. You know, how do you bench Brock Purdy at this point? But it's, it is a conversation. Look, Brock Purdy is going to be back next year. Jimmy G's not going to be back next year. I understand you have this affinity towards Jimmy G. You've had him for a while in your system, but... As an NFL head coach, considering he's almost gotten to this point, he's gotten to this point a couple times in his career, uh, Shanahan has, whether as an OC or, or a head coach, and he's never gotten over the hump. Do you really think that he's going to make this crazy decision now and say, hey, no. Jimmy G, we're going to give it to you. The fan base will be, it will go crazy. No, I, yeah, I think he's there to stay. But just monitor his stock because, again, Wouldn't we've seen matter. it a lot Same quarterback. throughout the course of this entire regular season that when backup quarterbacks get their opportunities – you know, their stock tends to rise, but now the opportunity might be seizing its way for a Jimmy G. Like maybe there's a short leash, or maybe you know what I mean. Monitor like, here. I yeah, don't, definitely. I don't, I don't think Jimmy G is going to be ready, and like it would be no, crazy so for for them to insert him into the starting lineup. But now, I could, if they win, I will, I will say that <laughs> there may win. be some pending news that Jimmy G is officially out, ruled out again. Then you might see a little bit of a spike for Brock Purdy because then it's official that he'll be getting the start. I think. That might be where there's apprehension, but I, I'm surprised it's as down as much as he is yeah. considering. But they also might be looking at it realistically like, you know, this guy's running out of starts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Even um, if they go all the way, he might be running out of starts. We'll see. Um, they rush for 113 as a team, do the 49ers, 51 out of Mitchell, 35 out of McCaffrey. <laughs> it's so defeating to know how much you, you, you basically, the Cowboys stopped all their big weapons. They really did. Kittle. Kittle was the guy. Yeah, Kittle was the guy that five catches, 95 yards, one of them where he bobbles it three times, comes down with the catch, and I'm like, that's that's, that's that, that type of game. That's yep. that. And I was like, that's you don't come back from that. You're just like, oh, man. And Kittle's a – listen, he's one of my favorite guys in the NFL, obviously big wrestling dude, so it's like me and him, like, we're like buddies in a sense. Um, but oh, I know you like that. Uh, but, no, George Kittle – Shut your mouth over there. Yeah, <laughs> like, shouldn't you be on the couch with the rest of the giant fans, bro? <laughs> He's laughing at Kittle. For the two of you. Um, but no, for real though, the, the Niners they did just enough to get it done. Um, tougher task ahead of them um, this week with the we'll, Eagles. We'll pick that game later in the sure week. Sure as hell, rooting for you guys. The 49ers, 49ers. go be great. Go, 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 do your thing, Brock. 
Yeah. Uh, so that that's My it for the movers. Niners fan, so I'll be pulling for the Niners. Yeah, no. And I, that was one of the guys I was thinking about the entire time. I was like, all right, well, you know what? Somebody I know is very happy right now, which is cool. Um, but, again, tough season yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys to end that way. Uh, Dak Prescott, another bad game out of him. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 10, <laughs> 10 rushes for 26 yards. And Pollard, uh, and Pollard, Pollard snaps his freaking fibula, so he's out for the foreseeable future on a payday, nonetheless. 49ers, 49ers are a tough team to deal with. <laughs> Bro, you said it. Like the, the, These teams, they, they beat the crap out of you, and that's what they did. Mm. The Niners beat them up, and it was just like every hit. I was like, ooh, <laughs> every hit. I was like, these guys. Closing they, speed on that They lay the wood crazy. on these guys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's 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 a wrap. So, uh we're obviously right there, full steam ahead towards the NFC and AFC title game. This week, we'll break those games down thoroughly uh, by position and also revisit some of these teams that were bounced this week. A lot of questions in the air. Obviously, the Giants with their questions. New prop bets out there. there there's there's a, yeah, that a new we have news, to get. A news tab on the app that's pretty dope. Oh, that was very nice. Uh, so mm-hmm. download the app right now. The app has changed just a little bit uh, for the better. There's a whole, like, you hit the middle, like, news yeah, button. Yeah, the interface just looks even the Mojo interface was super clean to begin with, but obviously, being that it's a newer app, um, it had some kinks. It doesn't have kinks. No, I mean I shouldn't even say kinks. It just the aesthetics, no. Normally you the do. Aesthetics were but cool. They didn't. And now the aesthetics are even cooler. The the colors pop a little bit more. I don't know if my the, I had a phone update or something, but the, the, the colors cool. pop. The the again the news cycle right there, and they did this right on time. I feel like whoever whoever you are, the designer of this, he's got to have an Android, or she has to have an Android. It's one of those things like. Let's make this as great as we possibly can as soon as the green textures get have at this app. That's when they can do it. So, so again, shout out to those guys. Do us also a favor. Throughout the course of this week, find yourself some time to follow us on social media right now. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Very easy to find us. Join a Discord. I couldn't get into the Discord yesterday. I just had a feeling that there was going to be a lot of like, oh, man, I sold all my sock and deck. I just couldn't do it. Here's a conversation to be had each and every day about the playoffs, and about your future stocks. Uh, so get involved with that. Also, of course, Mojo.com, all the creative writers over there and the bloggers and the guys that have been pumping us with information the entire season. I thank you guys a million because without you, there would be no show. I think a lot of your information definitely gets trickled in. And, yeah, keep your eyes on the the prop bets and stuff like that. You just Again, they tried it over the weekend. Let's see if it sticks. I would hope it sticks. I think I it's think a great it's thing. Stick. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great thing. And plus, obviously, NBA is going to be right around. We're literally weeks away from the NBA, maybe a week away. I don't know if you got the email. I reactivated the Fantasy Baseball League at like 2.30 in the morning. No, I didn't get that email. I am a defending champion, though. So that's one thing I might. I, I told Chris a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I'm not doing it. There's no way. I ain't in. And then, like you say, reactivate. I'm like, all right, maybe. I mean, yeah. I got the to cow- defend my crown. The crowd. Cowboys were still alive. Dave was thinking Super I was, Bowl. Listen, when the now Cowboys are alive. Over, it's like, what could I get my hands on next? Because dude, I got to do something. I'm going to prop at the crap out of the Mojo, <laughs> Mojo app. I'm going to be all over this thing. There's a lot to get into this week. It's going to be a busy one. I'm going to stop being miserable eventually. Just give me some time. Uh, for Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci, A5, and another great job behind the glass here at Chop Studios. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow. We got four teams left. Let's see, uh, let's see who can pull this out.